Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for the triumphant return of your host, Alex Gitson. What a day out. Uh, how are we all? I think I've said hi and how are we to every single one of you individually about three times out of panic. Um, yeah, there's, we're addressing, there's nobody here. I, I'll just kick that straight out of the gate. Um, it, it, I think I've said this to all who's, who's first time is it at TNA tonight? Yeah, you guys who I, who I, who I bought and, yeah, who I bought up from Devon under the, under the false premise that, uh, this is going to be a functioning comedy night. But, um, that's, that's, that's the sound effect of uh, another person who's not coming. I, um, oh, dear me. Oh, Reardon's here. Good news. <laughs> Hello. It's, it's one of those, I'm afraid. I, <laughs> yeah, nice one. Um, but what's your name? I don't think I caught your name. Ali. Ali. Ali, nice to meet you, Ali. What do you do? What do you. Oh, we're, 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 we're. oh whew. hello. Do, do, do you speak a little Espanol? A little. I learned how to pronounce Ibiza properly. Ah, that's Ibiza? Ibiza? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we're, we're, we're about in Spain, he says. Yeah. Madrid. Heard of it. Heard of it. Yeah. It's hot? Uh, very, yeah. Yeah, good. Uh, yeah. Oh, really? Uh, and you're from Bristol originally? Uh, oh. Yeah. Oh, have a chat. <laughs> right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've got Gloucestershire or Gloucester? Or Gloucestershire. Okay, very specifically. We're, 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 we're getting deep. There's, no, there's nobody else to pivot to. Like if, also, if you're boring, pff, night is, I'm afraid. There's, uh, everyone's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, not to put any pressure on you, but um, yeah. Whereabouts is it? Is it a village uh, or something? Just Cotswolds Escarpment, uh, Ooh, lovely. No. Um, <laughs> lovely, lovely place. That posh. Yeah, yeah. What, 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 what would you say is like the t- typical person from there? What are you? I bet it's all about work. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Posh. I, 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 I'm, I'm between jobs at the moment, uh, which is a nice way of saying I'm just super unemployed. Uh, and I applied for my first job today. Yeah. Cheers, my friends. I. Um, <laughs> Uh, they want me out of the county. I, um, I, I applied for a job in London, even though I don't want to move to London. Uh, yeah, I know. I, I, my life's so, yeah. Well, I, I genuinely have been questioning it the entire. I've been questioning quite a lot of things this evening, uh, if I'm being honest. And come on in. <laughs> Hi guys, you're right. Yeah, I'm doing okay. Good to see you. Um, are, are you the guys who took the took the drinks outside and I like, briefly panicked so that you'd seen? Are you here for the comedy? Oh, good news! Amazing. Yeah, this is. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, we're loosely defining things. Yeah, yeah. This is. Uh, uh, I've named it that. It's it's going to be me talking until more people come or not. As uh, because maybe now I'm 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 between jobs. I've um I've I've moved home. Uh, I've moved I've moved home to Devon. Um, I've moved home to Tiverton, Devon, more specifically. Uh, uh, that's fucking rude. Uh, tragic. <laughs> Tiverton's got a bit of a reputation. Um, Tiverton is the, for those who don't know, Tiverton is the second most inbred town in the UK. Um, they, 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 they ran a poll, um, and Tiverton came second. Uh, we're proud of it. We're proud of it. Um, I'm really trying to get some number one next year, um, but my dad just won't put out. I, it's, um, uh, yeah, I know. 
Screaming it. Rob, Rob, Rob is not having it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, moved home. I've, uh, I'm a boomerang kid. Boomerang kid. We heard, heard, anyone heard this phrase? Boomerang? I've, I've been saying it a lot, but I don't think anybody's ever heard of it. It's, um, it's been used in the media a lot to sort of describe people my sort of generation. Um, because our parents, because, uh, you know, have thrown us away to like university or whatever, but because of property prices being what they are, cost of living, we've come back. They've thrown us away, we've come back, we're boomerang kids. And my mum's been calling me a boomerang kid a lot. She's been, she's been like on the phone to like my grand, my aunt, she's been like, oh, Alex is a boomerang kid. Alex is a boomerang kid. I wanted to make sure I knew, I knew what she meant. So I was like, oh, mum, am I a boomerang kid because, uh, you know, you've thrown me away and I've returned to the family home. And so that's what happened here. And she went, no, Alex, uh, I think you're a boomerang kid because I think you're wooden and a bit bent. Uh, and I wish he lived in Australia. Uh, <laughs> so, it, despite there being, oh, nobody here. Um, I, uh, I, it's a pleasure to be here. Pleasure to be here. I, I also, yeah, usually, usually I, I, I come, I, I run this every week. Can you imagine? I, um, um, and I, and, and I can't see, I chat, chat to people, but I can't really see their faces. And it's really bad. Cause, um, I'm, I'm, I'm because I haven't got a job, I don't have any money. Um, and I, I, I know it's quite annoying for somebody who is like obviously middle class as me talking about, about how they don't have any money. Um, it's like, yeah, 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 you can't, yeah, but like your mum definitely has a bribe maker. Like, um, <laughs> um, but I don't, I, don't, I, 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 I should wear glasses. I really can't see a thing, but I, I, my dog chewed them uh, and I can't afford to replace them. Um, so I, I literally can't. <laughs> I can't see a thing. I, I, I don't, I, how's that happen? Like, I'm so broke. Like, has anyone been so broke they've lost a sense? Is that, uh, anyone missed a gas bill and gone deaf? Anyone that, um, yeah, I, I, did you hear about Linda? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She put all her money in Bitcoin and now she's dyslexic. Like, it's like, it doesn't make, <laughs> shouldn't make any sense. Um, oh dear. I feel like, I, I, this is the thing. This is the thing with, um, quick, quick peek behind the curtain. You, you, as an MC, you come on, you talk to the crowd. I did that in, I think, a world record time. Um, <laughs> before the gig, nailed it. And, um, and then you sort of do a couple of jokes and you sort of get something vaguely resembling a crowd. And I think I've vaguely done that. So we're going to bring on our first act. Uh, does that sound all right? We're, we're going to, that's, I mean, I'll, I'll say with the format of the night, there's going to be loads of comedians coming on, all of which will arrive, technically. Um, Lots of them are running late. They're just being cool guys. Cool, and, and I'm fine with it because I'm a cool guy. Um, <laughs> cool guy. A lot of friends. None of them are here, but um, I, um, yeah. But there's gonna be a lot of comedians. Like um, some, they're absolutely fantastic. I've booked a really good lineup tonight. Genuinely, like um, accidentally, but I did. And uh, um, and they, they come, they're gonna be doing some new material, um, new jokes, and yeah, just. And also because there's not a huge amount of people here, so just yeah, really get re- re- get get behind them. It'll be a really good night. That sounds good. Yeah. Hey, hey. Yeah. Cheers. I I appreciate that. that is far more effort than uh, <laughs> than anybody else is putting in, uh, <laughs> including me. So appreciate that. It's uh, yeah yeah. Have we spoken before? Do I vaguely do I vaguely recognise you, or is this your first time here? Uh, I've not been here before. You've been? Have we? Familiar. Yeah, it's because I'm here all the time. Uh, it's. <laughs> it's, it's less weird for me to look familiar. Um, so, what's this squad here? You're, um, you, you came in a little bit late, so I didn't talk to you at the start. Well, um, are, are you flatmates, d- lovers? I don't know. I <laughs> friends. Yeah. yeah, cool beans. Yeah, how, how did you meet? What's the? Uh... Uh, I was at Union Bournemouth, and he was down for the weekend. Yeah, he oh, didn't know him. Just knocked on the door and was like, I. <laughs> 
okay. A nice one. How, how, that was, how, that's, cool. that's an organic friendship. That's, that's rare nowadays. Good on you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Good, 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 good bloody stuff. Yeah. And then uh, and you're on the end. You're j- ah, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's coming from nowhere. <laughs> she, knocks on the, she knocks on the door of your flat. He's like, no, that's my thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I love this stuff. Thanks for coming down, guys. Are you, do you live nearby? Are you... Uh, Oh, nice one. Oh, but Bristol, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Big old place, Bristol, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Big old place, there's lots of places to be. Um, good stuff. I, um, yeah, oh, what do I want to talk to you about? Yeah, thanks for sticking around. We've got, um, yeah, we've got lots of fantastic acts in this section. Um, I feel like the balance has shifted slightly. I feel like, yeah, we've lost Ali. I think Ali's outside having a, having a, having a naughty cigarette. Um, <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, so we, he'll be back in a back sec. Sophia will be back. Um, what did I want to say? Oh, I'll tell you this, because I remember the story the other day. I remember the story the other day. Um, the first time I ever went to a club. I know, big, big style. Um, and uh, I, I, was, I was in the club, and, I, and a, a, a girl was talking to me, and I thought she was flirting with me. Um, I know, bi- I know, big day out. Um, and uh, and, uh, and she, I, thought, I thought she smelled really nice. I wanted to tell her. I know, not a good start. Um, so, and, and she smelled of like strawberries and raspberries and stuff. But I, I, I wanted to say, but I forgot what the names for strawberries and raspberries. So I just went, oh, um, you, 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 mm, you, you smell like yogurt. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, quick, quick tip for any lads in the crowd. If you want to impress a girl, don't tell her she smells like live bacteria. That is not a good way to go. I, I, I don't know what I thought she was going to say. Like, oh, what this? Oh, it's just a... That's just a little splash in Willow Corner. That's not, uh, but you don't see adverts. Like, that's not how life works. You don't see adverts just being like, oh, j'adore Yo Valley. That's, uh, <laughs> Forest Fruits, the new fragrance <laughs> from Yakult. That's, uh, <laughs> bit of fun, isn't it? Uh, it's fun comedy, occasionally. Um, whatever. <laughs> I, wrote, I wrote that this week. It was all right, isn't it? Well, cheers, man. <laughs> You're my favourite man ever. Uh, I actually said that with Frankie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's, I mean, you're both, uh, you're both here, so you're really shooting up the rankings. Like, Shane Warne's at number one, but you're, you guys are really... He's, he's, he's having to look over, over his shoulder. Um, I, I, I've, got, I've got one joke. Uh, one more joke. I'll save it for the other, other section. You ready for, you, you ready for more acts? Yeah, lovely, lovely, bloody stuff. Um, your next act coming, come, come uh, reasonable, long way. So, I, um, so please, really, well, uh, um, please make him feel welcome. His name's Josh Kingsley. That's fantastic. Good work, good crazy, Mr. Josh Kingsley. Has anyone ever met their dream friend? Has anyone ever met their dream friend? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's good, isn't it? It's a nice, it's a nice feeling. That feeling of uh, togetherness, and you just um, you complement each other well. And you have your little uh, jokes, and you make each other laugh, and it's kind of uh, wonderful. Uh, uh, and I had that, um, uh, and and then I woke up. <laughs> I realised that my dream friend was. It's just a dream. <laughs> Doesn't change the power of our friendship, but it does. It's changed the relationship, you know. Because now, now all my real friends 
they don't compare, do they? Not good enough to the fan, my dream friend. But then my dream friend, on the other hand, is not real. And that has put a big strain uh, on the relationship, uh, you know. And sometimes it's it's hard to go back to sleep, you know, because we just end up arguing. We're, we're going at it. You're a dream. You're not real. And he's going, but I love it. We're, we're best friends, you know. And it goes on and on and on. I don't get very good sleep. Uh, and then one day, you know, you go back and you realize that your dream friend has become a dream enemy. <laughs> and your dreams become a nightmare. And you see him standing there with that claymation giraffe and the abstract concept of loneliness. You're two best friends. And you realize that in this world, uh, you're truly alone. <coughs> That's how that joke ends. Me just going, ah, I didn't think of an end to that. Thought uh, the momentum of the concept would have carried it forward. And it did for a while, didn't it? But then it trailed off into nothing, much like my relationship with my dream friend. <laughs> That's so fucking dumb. Okay, all right. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm kind of um, I'm kind of uh, trippy. I try not to do uh, acid or, or weed uh, very much, but I did do acid once, and we decided to go uh, to the woods. Uh, and we're walking in the woods, and it was it was crazy because every time my mate clapped his hands, he went like that. The wood, the lights in the woods went uh, on and off. And it was that was a, that was a lot to handle. Uh, the, the later did I realise I was actually just in a public bathroom, and my mate was turning the light switch uh, on and off very very quickly. I was uh, t- talking to a toilet roll, Mister Badger, Mister Badger, what? Could, please control the sun better. Um. Uh, yeah, I, I got very high once, and I watched this uh, documentary by uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, you know, C- Captain Science, and he said he said there are up to he said there are up to eleven dimensions, up to eleven in uh, uh, string theory, I think eleven dimensions. So, but that whoa, how do you whoa? Because well, one dimension that's a dot, isn't it? Two two D is square, three D cube. 40, ooh, take that cube, but whoa, go, whoa, somewhere else with it. You know, apparently, apparently four dimensions is uh, time, uh, apparently, but we haven't really figured that one out yet. Uh, The closest we got was uh, Matthew McConaughey uh, nudging a book off a bookshelf uh, in a spacesuit from the other side of the universe, and there was that episode of Doctor Who with uh, Jodie Whittaker where they went into it a little bit, which I didn't trust. Yeah, cause a, a David Tennant episode, I, w- I would have j- trusted more. <laughs> but the uh, the quality of the writers has clearly diminished over time. It's not that she's a woman; it's just that the show is now terrible. Uh, and you could see the signs earlier in the Matt Smith era. Peter Capaldi, small rise. I thought it was slightly better. Jodie Whittaker, that poor woman. Well, what's going to happen now? The problem with Doctor Who is now that the more ethnically diverse the cast is inevitably going to get, all the good ideas are from way back. So. Um, it's progressive, but uh, it's getting much, much worse. Um, <laughs> that's good. Uh, that's nice. Um, so, uh, yes. Yeah, so so I, was, I was thinking about. So we've only we've really got three dimensions, don't we? Three, which is pretty. I don't know. It's not enough, is it? It's quite 
3 to 11. We're 8 short of the universe. Like, how are we supposed to understand the universe? Us understanding the universe is like asking a stick man to assemble a piece of Ikea furniture, you know. And we like, you know, stick men are silly, aren't they? Like, we laugh at stick men. You know, like, I drew a stick man the, the other day, and I went, ha ha, ha, stick man, ha <laughs> ha, bloody stick man, stuck in the page, 2D, you can't even see me. But we're, we've only got one, one dimension on them, you know. Stick men could catch up if we're, we're, we're not, we're not careful. You, you know, who, who knows? You know, uh, uh, open your, your book one day, and the stick men aren't in a position that you drew them in the night before. That'd be crazy. Next day, you flick through your page. The booklet, it's, it's all empty. Stickmen are behind you, and they've, they've come back. They've come to kill you. Uh, that wouldn't be good, would it? Because we all know the rise of the stickmen would be swift, wouldn't it? They would want their vengeance, wouldn't they? The stickmen, after all the crazy scenarios, I put them in in history class. You know, all those tornadoes, I made them go... All the, the wars of the stickmen, I put them through. Fuck, they're not going to be happy about that. And they're going to have some crazy weaponry as well. I gave them teleporting guns. <coughs> Hangman? Hangman as well. They're not going to be fucking happy about that, are they? <laughs> Bloody stickman, Jesus. Our last hanging, like a hundred years ago, their last hanging, they're ongoing. The public execution of innocent stickmen. All because I couldn't figure out, it was, uh, it was aubergine, actually. Uh, it was hard, hard to figure out. I needed to get the A earlier. Uh, I don't play the Val game properly. Uh, so, you, you know, we should be, we should really be working on that, uh, I think. You know, all this talk of, you know, politics always going on. And uh, so all this talk about football, you know, it's always football in the UK, isn't it? Football, 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 all the time, all these players. But if we started working on another dimension, you know, surely a team would have an advantage in football if they... Harry Kane's on the field, kicks the ball, goes through a trans-dimensional portal of time and space, (laughs) reappears in the back of the net. That's not against the rules, that's a goal. That's a bloody goal, you know. Who's to say? The commentators will be like, oh, Tottenham Hotspur really need to work on their portal defensive system. Uh, They are finally lacking in the uh, portal area. Their defensive team is simply not up to snuff. Uh, They go to a guy who's analyzing. You can see the portal here. It goes in the portal, and it reappears in the portal over there. It's a legal goal. It's crossed the line. A goalkeeper is no chance. There'd be no need for a goalkeeper, would there? Uh, That's the end of that bit. Oh, dear. Uh, Oh, dearie me. What what a mumbling mess this is. How long have I got? Okay. <laughs> Bloody hell, Alex. This is your night, Alex. I've got five minutes. I've only had five minutes? <laughs> what the fuck did he do? Okay. Uh, I like playing video games, um, but I don't really like the killing. Uh, I'm not really one for, for violence. Um, uh, my favourite part of video games is I like uh, romancing other characters. Uh, that was always that was my that was always my favourite bit. Actually, the um, my first girlfriend was actually uh, Miranda in Mass Effect Two, uh, which is which is true. Uh, you know, and all the stuff we we went through. You know, Mass Effect Two, Mass Effect Three. You know, all those all those journeys we had. It was quite it was quite the thrill. Uh, and then uh, I met uh, another guy. We we're talking about Mass Effect. And he said that he also romanced Miranda. I thought, I guess that's fine. But I remember thinking in my head, oh, you didn't romance her the way I romanced her. (laughs) You didn't love her the way... You didn't push those dialogue options the way I pushed them. True Paragon feeling. So Paragon's uh, kind-heartedness. 
in the Mass Effect. <coughs> okay, <laughs> okay, okie dokely do. Uh, but you know, but you know, most most video games are kind of they're kind of dumb. Like there's a lot of potential in video games, but at the moment they're pretty they're pretty fucking silly, aren't they? Most video games are about pretty much collecting stuff or or killing things. You know, that's pretty much that's pretty much it. It's either those two, or it's about leveling up stuff. Just uh, endlessly. That's what Fortnite, Call of Duty, all those crazy Skyrim. That's what pretty much all those games are. Pretty much uh, some guy going, "Hey, hey, level up that broom." <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, level up that broom will give you enough coins to buy another broom. <laughs> Ooh, I'm intrigued. Go on. Use that broom enough, give you enough coins to buy another broom. When you use that broom, it'll glow purple and make a whooshing sound. <laughs> oh, bloody hell. <laughs> Shit. Crikey, crikey. But, oh, so, wait, one final question. Uh, uh, w- where do I go to kill myself? <laughs> uh, well, where, where you, go, you go over there, uh, but then you'll reappear uh, over there. That's what happens in video games, isn't it? There's no... There's no way out, you know. Mario knows if he jumps off a cliff, he'll reappear exactly where he was, but now all his enemies have reappeared and he's lost a good deal of his savings. (laughs) Sad, isn't it? It's like some twisted version of Buddhism, except every time you die, you come back as yourself. (laughs) And in worse circumstances. Crash Bandicoot fears death, not for the philosophical and spiritual ramifications, but because every time he dies, he loses most of the Wumpa fruit he needs to pay his mortgage. <laughs> Yet again, that's the end of a joke. That <laughs> What's going on? I mean, there's been good bits and bad bits, hasn't there? I mean, the bad bits, most of it's just been this. Hasn't it? Most of it's just been awkward. There's been, uh, it got better for a bit. And now, how long have I got? Three. You're you're so lying. You're lying. That wasn't two minutes. Was that a two-minute bit? Okay. I I went up to Edinburgh. Right. I went up to Edinburgh. This bit is just a normal. This is a normal comedy bit. Uh, it's much uh, funnier. It works a lot better. Um, <laughs> I went up to Edinburgh. Uh, Edinburgh's pretty crazy, uh, but my mate, uh, he, he likes some weird stuff, and he loves Kate Bush. He's a big Kate Bush fan. Do you guys all know Kate Bush? Yeah? Kate Bush, for those that don't know, Kate Bush is like uh, Enya uh, if she did crack uh, and had a huge night on the town. That's what Kate Bush is like. <laughs> so there was this Kate Bush tribute act, and my friend Callum really wanted to go, uh, but we got a bit lost. It wasn't signed very properly. Um, so, and then we saw a sign after about 10 minutes looking and we walked into this building and it was immediately way too fancy a building. It was like marble floors and like these huge domed ceilings, like these paintings on the wall. And there was this big Scottish guy with a beard and a waistcoat. Uh, and my friend, uh, Callum goes up to him and he says, uh, excuse me, uh, do you know where the Kate Bush tribute act is? And this, the Scottish guy just turns to him and goes, this is the Royal Bank of Scotland. <laughs> Kate Bush is nearly here, not even on the weekend. <laughs> Usually that goes a lot better. I guess because I've publicly derailed my own set, and now when I try to go back to something traditional, it just ends up... <laughs>
uh, horrible. Um, yeah, I think that's it. I guess. I mean, there's no point. There's no point g- g- s- still doing this, is there? <laughs> is there? It's no point. Sunday night. It's not what you want, is it? You want a quick. You want something quick, don't you? You want comedy to be like a bun, and you just go num num. That was good. And then you go home. Not this. What is this? It's a long piece of never-ending spaghetti. They just. Doesn't end. Okay, I'm leaving now. I've been Josh Kingsford. Thanks very much. Josh Kingsford, uh, the, the the sixth dimension. Uh, that's, that's, the, that's the end of this section. Uh, but we've got another section. What crazy mental? Uh, yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. So I'm um, taking another five ten minute break. We'll be back with three more fantastic acts. I'll see you in a minute. Bye bye. Okay, settle down now, everybody. Settle down, everyone here. Calm down. Now, please welcome back to the stage your marketing guru, event manager, PR supreme, Alex Kitson. That's the sound of Facebook advertising. That's uh, um, I, This is uh, Sophia's last... Uh, she helps record the podcast. It's her, uh, it's her last gig uh, before she goes off to Cambridge uh, to do her master's. Uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, really going to miss you, mate. Um, good news. Um, yeah, lovely stuff. I, I, I've, got, I've got a couple of... Um, Reardon earlier was talking about um, sort of targeted ads. Um, and I'm, I'm getting a bit worried about um, what Google thinks I'm up to. Because um, uh, g- g- Google just thinks I'm just the saddest man in the world. Because all Google advertises to me is just like um, Huel and dating apps. That's it. Um, and it keeps on advertising me this one um, called Hinge. I don't know, has anybody, have you guys? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, Hinge, for those you don't know, it's got, it's got a, a strap line which is allegedly kind of known for it's uh, it's called Hinge the app that's made to be deleted the app that's made to be deleted and it's supposed to be I read that I was like oh is that, that's actually quite a nice slogan for a dating app because it's like oh we're actually genuinely trying to find your relationship rather than just sort of being um, and then I thought about it for a bit I was like oh if you're making an app that was made to be deleted I thought oh, you'd be having a bit more imagination than that like if I was making an app that was made to be deleted I'd make an app where every time you opened it uh, it's sending an email to your work telling everyone you were a Nazi. Uh, I don't know. I, I delete that app pretty quickly. Uh, don't know why I downloaded that. That's uh, that's an insane thing. Or every time you opened it, it just, you just, it just made you shit yourself. I <laughs> don't know why. Why does that? Why does that exist? Why is that on my phone? Um, or an app that showed you porn, but it's written by, produced, directed, and starring Boris Johnson um, with your nan. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I'd delete that in a heartbeat. I'd throw that in a bin, set it on fire, and then to throw it to the bottom of the ocean. I, I, it's just Boris Johnson being like, oh, I want a no deal Brexit. And your nan's like, no, 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 no. Like, that's, that's disgusting. Um, horrid. Do not do a Freudian thing of why Boris is the submissive and my grand's is dominant. That's uh, yeah, don't, not worth delving into. Um, there's, there's no... <laughs> uh, Segways. Um, I've, I've written one and a half more jokes this week. I was just, just getting them out and bring on your final three acts because they're actually fantastic. Um, I, because I wrote I wrote this joke and in the first half of it. Anyway, okay, it, it, okay. So there, there's. Uh, I, I'm really worried about. I was, I was telling the joke earlier about um, about me wearing glasses. I was, I was really worried about that because um, I was worried it was offensive to blind people. 
Um, because uh, I'm obviously not blind. Um, but I, and I was really worried about because I just learned about something called implicit bias. I don't know if other people heard about this. Like, because um, implicit bias is when you sort of because the prejudice wherever is so ingrained within you that you don't even notice you're treating people from different backgrounds differently from you. Um, and I didn't know about this at all, but I was really terrified about it. And like, I, so I um, and it got explained to me by my Greek friend called Ben. Um, and he finished um, explaining it to me, uh, and I said, uh, oh, Stavros, I don't want any more olives. And, uh, uh, yeah, I thought I, thought I might have a problem. Uh, any Greeks in? Ah, fuck them. I, um, <laughs> fuck the Greeks. Um, uh, good fun, isn't it? Good fun. Brexit. Um, fun. Right, that is, that is quite enough bullshit for me. Uh, and we've got some... Fantastic acts in this final section. Uh, first of which is uh, Abby Clark. So, um, for the, not the penultimate, but the whatever time, yeah, you can start the applause over here. Three round and go one. Thank you for Abby Clark. Woo, hello, Wembley. <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> Let me hear you say away. You did do it. I, I bailed on that too quickly. Um, so, I never know how to start my sets. Um, no, I don't actually. I, I watched an um, advert. Like, I don't know who I want the audience to think I am. Uh, I watched an advert the other day, and it was like, be the person your dog thinks you are. Uh, and I was like, sorry, but my dog, dog thinks I'm absolutely mental. Like, I have told him many things late at night um, and then proceeded to pretend I'm dead to see if he cares. Like, I need to be who my doctor thinks I am because I, I lie to that bitch all the time. Um, it's true. What else am I going to say? Uh, yeah, I think I think we're all screwed the day animals can talk. That is what I'm saying. Because, uh, like, can you imagine how many uh, claims they're going to take out on us for um, indecent exposure? <laughs> like, there's going to be so many sexual assault claims. Like, not to mention the claims of inappropriate touching. It would be <laughs> like she called me a good boy and rubbed her face and hands all over my body. <laughs> it's like show us on the doll exactly where she touched you, Mr. Tibbles. It's just going to be a nightmare. Uh, <laughs> Did anyone like, watch Love Island this summer? Yeah. yeah, I love it. I love it. Right. Um, I know it's like popular to hate, but I'm a particular fan because uh, I think it's the closest thing we have to real life Sims. <laughs> Right? Because, like, it's just like a load of randomers in a bungalow speaking gibberish, having sex under the duvet. Um, and so I think that should be the long-term plan for Love Island, is, is just to get all the most annoying people in the same swimming pool and take away the steps. <laughs> right? I think that's real good TV. I should be a producer. Uh, that, that, that game gave me unrealistic life expectations. Uh, not just because it made me believe I could have a job and a house. Um, <laughs> no, like, the portrayal of sex is ridiculous, right? I still wait for confetti when a climax and it just never comes, does it? It's neither do we. Uh, <laughs> Oh no! People, people are—it's not just a sin. Say, people are worried at the moment. Young people are getting their like sex education from porn, and then it's really unrealistic. Um, but I, I think our problem is with Hollywood movies, right? Because like, at least in porn, there's foreplay. Yeah, movie sex scenes is just skirt up, pants down, dick in, right? And like, <laughs> then the woman climaxes within thirty seconds because apparently the secret to an orgasm is five dry thrusts and a close up on your face. You know. 
been doing it wrong this whole time. Uh, I, I'm not. I'm not being fair. Like sometimes there's foreplay. So for example, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, uh, they try to murder each other. Uh, yeah, cute. Because a violent shootout always ends up in passionate lovemaking. Uh, they must have had to cut the uh, fucking hell. They must have had to cut the orgy scene from Bugsy Malone. Um, for obvious reasons. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, fucking hell. I really should have learned this. Uh, yeah, but apparently, apparently that's what you need to save, save a marriage, according to the film, right? That's what they say, like, shoot your wife, happy life, right? That's, that's the saying. Shoot, shoot her in the navel, she'll let you do anal. That's what they say. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, speak, no, okay, so, actually, this is fun. I, I wrote this today. Speaking of unrealistic sex, right, I, I, looked at, I saw an article today that was like, do you remember in Twilight when Edward uh, wouldn't have sex with Bella because he was so afraid that he would fuck her to death. <laughs> like, who does this 100-year-old virgin think he is? <laughs> right? Like, he, how would he even... <laughs> like, how would he even get it up without a heartbeat, right? Like, does he... Does he, does he just have, like, a little... <laughs> Does he just have, like, a little dagger as a penis? Like, because even then, he's, he's only stabbing the hymen, not the heart, you know? I just... I I think that uh, the whole thing, the whole book slash film, depending on your favourite, uh, I think it's just about a guy that lets a girl believe he's a vampire because it sounded cooler than erectile dysfunction. <laughs> as a... Yeah... And, like, not to mention that he needed a reason for why all his siblings were sleeping together. He, like... <laughs> Film's not set in Tiverton, Alex. Uh... <laughs> he, he definitely he definitely does commit to the role, though. Like, when they finally do have sex, like, he destroys the entire bedroom, um, which, like, is impressive. The only thing I've broken during sex is wind, let alone a chest of drawers. So, kudos to him. Um, yeah, some, some films, though, they do portray... They do portray sex and love in all the lovely ways you'd like. Uh, so, you know, like Pretty Woman, uh, you know, classic love tale as old as time, man makes woman better. Um, it's the dream, you know, it really is. Uh, man, man also has sex with woman on a piano. Uh, but <laughs> like, let's be honest, right? Uh, if I had a piano, I would not want a cup of tea on top of it, let alone an adult woman, right? So, like, I would have to insist Julia sat on a coaster. Um <laughs> I mean, how loud does your bed have to be that you choose the piano? You, it just doesn't make sense. Uh, I was, I've been thinking about instruments I think that would be better for it. Um, so <laughs> number one, on, I chose bagpipes because it comes with their own cushion. Um, so then, then theremin because it would make like noises, music according to your movements. It's also like kind of creepy music. Creepy is tense, tense is sexy. Um... <laughs> Drums make the rhythm method a lot easier. Uh, and then finally, tambourine, because when have you ever not wanted to tap that? Um, <laughs> fucking genius. <laughs> and that's that's when that is. Uh, what? How long have I got? <laughs> oh, how much do you want? <laughs> uh, no. Um, <laughs> I, I, I've been looking into the environmental effects of sex recently. That's a lie. I've been doing this bit for ages. It was ages ago. Um, but I did, I did find out when I did look it up um, that the hormones in the pill are going into the ocean. And apparently that's making fish take on more female characteristics. Which I think just makes Jaws a very different film. Because like no one dies because the shark can't decide what she wants to eat. 
And then she doesn't have anyone to share the portion with. It's like, I mean, I like human, but I couldn't have a whole one. And don't you dare tell her you're going to need a bigger boat, because that's just rude. Um, we don't like that. <laughs> Does anyone seen you could go watch a screening of Jaws uh, while you sit in a rubber ring in open water? Like, who the fuck wants to do that? Like, that's like watching the human centipede in a queue. And <laughs> it's just... It's just not okay. Um, I, it's, actually, it's not just Sims and uh, movies, though. Like, it's just school sex ed. That was terrible. Like, we spent eight weeks, yeah, to learning how to put a condom on a banana, right? Like, a skill, by the way, I'll never use. When I want a banana, I always get him to put the condom on it. Um, <laughs> it's just logic. Uh, like, seriously, though, like, there's nothing sexy nor time efficient about me trying to desperately unroll a condom down your third leg like a stump pair of skinny jeans. Like... Just do that shit yourself and let's get on with it. Um, it's, it's like eight, eight weeks, right? And not once did they ever mention queefing. <laughs> it's like, so do you know what queefing is? Can you share it? <laughs> Can you share it with the intimate room? No. It's when you fall from your fanny. Like, you literally erupt because you've been so pumped full of air that when the pump is removed, you go off like a fucking balloon. It's like you think they would have mentioned that in an educational setting. Like, first time it happened, I just thought Mafouf was making a real co- clear comment about, like, the sex I just had. It's just like... <sighs> well, that was disappointing. and you can't stop it like you can't ease it out like a fart just like someone has let go of that balloon and it is flying around the room uh, while you just sit awkwardly avoiding eye contact hoping that by the end of it one of you has some speck of dignity to somehow carry on if you think about it like sex dolls are very realistic because like we both deflate after use (laughs) so (laughs) you know I might leave on that note I think I I think that's what I want to do um yeah Thanks, guys. Rockstar. I'm in Abby Clark. Uh, Abby Clark, everyone. Um, let's, let's keep that going for Alex Redding. All right. So, uh, saw oxygen and magnesium getting it off the other night. And I was like, OMG. <laughs> Glad we got some science fans in. <laughs> of course we are, UAB. Um, actually, my original opening, Jake, was going to be, what do you call an angry Muslim? Which is, I'm in a mood. But that backfired when a scouser once said to me, ISIS. <laughs> I was like, that's racist. Don't, well. But um, have we got any hecklers in tonight? Ooh, wrong answer. Uh, my favorite heckler ever was a guy called Craig. Uh, I said, oh, we got one. What's your name and uh, what do you do? And he goes, oh, my name's Craig. I'm a captain of industry. Really, Craig? Because you sound like a major bellend. He's like, I'm a major bellend on a six-figure salary. My mistake. You're a general cunt. Uh, um... I don't get people. I hate people. Um, the biggest one I can't get over is the taboo of breast milk. It's weird if someone drinks human milk, but a farmyard animal that's rolled around in its shit all day. Yes, please. 
Newsflash, human milk's good for you. It's meant for you. I used to drink my uncle's milk all the time. It's fine. Ooh, you're going to hate this one. <laughs> um, now, he was asleep in all fairness. I want in a gay way. Um, although, uh, I don't know if we've got any musicians in the room. He did give me grade eight and skin flute, so you can ask him. Oh, no? Okay. <laughs> we'll move away from the incest jokes. Just kidding. Um, I get, apparently, I give off a lot of gay vibes. Don't know whether it's the shirt or the shoes. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so um, I was, I've got quite a lot of close friends who are gay, and I was seeing this girl, and she seemed a bit like, oh, you, you seem a bit comfortable with each other. Is, is there history there? I was like, no, that, like, Darren's my best friend. Like, he's like my brother. No, I wouldn't sleep with him. Completely defeats the object of me fucking my real brother. <laughs> um, is anyone missing Jeremy Kyle? I don't know if people think I'm nervous. I've actually got the shakes withdrawal. I love the guy. Um, he's a prick. Um, my favorite ever episode was a guy who'd got his cousin pregnant and, uh, they were having a paternity test because they didn't know whether it was the other pr- cousin that got pregnant. I don't know what they're doing at those family reunions. <laughs> we usually just have a really shit buffet. And, um, the guy goes, uh, you know, if the baby's yours, are you going to take care of it? And he said, well, yeah, absolutely. I've not got a job, but, you know, it's been really hard because of the credit crunch. And Jeremy Kyle goes, well, I think you should have thought about that before you had unprotected sex. And the guy goes, well, I didn't know there was going to be a credit crunch, did I? <laughs> I mean, in a scenario, if a condom splits, straight away I'm checking the footsie. And it's like, oh, don't want to risk a baby in a recession. Um it's been like obviously a huge thing at the moment, obviously with celebrity scandals. A big one which kind of hit home was Michael Jackson. Big fan of his music, and people are now saying like, "Can you listen to his music anymore? Is it right? Should we?" Like I, I hold my hand up. I still listen to his music. I think the only difference really is I listen to it with an erection now. Um, on the subject of erections, um, I don't know if anyone remembers any fans of football. Um, there was Brazil v Germany. There was the infamous time that Germany beat Brazil 7-1. I was checking the Wikipedia page and there was a controversy section. I was like, oh, yes, please. And uh, on there, there was uh, a controversy that Pornhub had to release a statement to say, um, can you stop uploading videos of the football highlights with the caption... German football team gangbangs Brazilian, which is quite a weird scenario when Pornhub's taken the moral high ground. <laughs> um, I, there's definitely a punchline after that, but fuck it. Um, uh, well, well, we'll finish on the subject of football. Um, you know, football's done a lot these days to tackle racism. Uh, it's big push at the moment, but you know I feel that it's not done enough to put uh, you know really stamp out homophobia. We've only ever had one gay footballer which came out during their career, which was John Fashioner in the 1980s, um, and he's been the only gay footballer that's come out since then, uh, which is amazing because by far football is the gayest sport possible. They love a tackle from behind, helps if you're good with your head. And with the gentlest of pushes, a man goes down. <laughs> and then you've got 40,000 blokes singing about it. 
But anyway, I've been Alex Redding. Thank you very much. Have a good night. Jeremy, Alex, ready, everyone? Um, yeah, yeah. Well, well, wait, two blokes about two blokes called Alex talk about incest. Uh, well, wait, that's uh, that was that was my niche, but uh, that's gone now. Good, right? Are, are you ready for your final act of the evening? <laughs> Lovely bloody stuff. His name is David Hoy. He's absolutely fantastic. So, yeah, for the final time, I go wild, go crazy for Mr. David Hello, how are we doing? My name's David Hall. You okay? Fantastic. Hall is my real surname. Mm-mm-mm. Loads of fun. Um, and if you're looking at me thinking, oh, is he a sex worker? No one's paying to have sex with me, guys. No one wants to have sex with me, guys. I've been in a relationship for six years. If you can find a sex position that me and my girlfriend haven't done, then you found one that isn't missionary. <laughs> uh, so I just quit my shitty job? With, and I've got no prospects? You all sound a lot more optimistic than my mum. Um, so I'm just trying to get, get into other forms of income. So uh, if you need a theme tune writing for anything, for your podcast or or YouTube channel, just hit me up. I've just I've just been commissioned by the BBC to write the theme tune for the new birdwatching TV show. Thank you. I'd just like to perform that for you now. Show us your tits, nature. Get your woodpecker out for the ladies' four. Show us a booby, a cock or two on CBBC at a quarter past two. And that's for a show called Look at That Fucking Bird with Vinnie Jones. Um, so yeah, it is difficult to write songs though. Um, it's really hard to be a musical comedian, especially when the funniest songwriter of our generation is topping the charts all the time. And do, of course, mean Ed Sheeran. He's fucking hilarious. I don't understand why he doesn't realise his own musical comedy talent. My favourite one of his funny songs is the one where he goes, Last night you were in my room. And now my bedsheets smell like you. (laughs) What'd you do after that, Ed, you sticky weirdo? Um, What was your name, pal? All right, mate. <laughs> Can I ask you a question, or do you not? Would you ask it to your friend instead? Yeah, nothing happens to him. He might not be very interested. Okay, what was your name? Matt. Matt. So you can just say your name without having a complete meltdown. It's fine. Um, <laughs> uh, can I ask you a question? Great, okay. How many wanks is too many wanks? How many wanks is too many wanks? How many wanks is too many wanks on a family holiday? (laughs) One. Okay, now I only went for the afternoon. (laughs) Jeez, how many would have you said? Four, Jesus. <laughs> you horny buggers. Um, so, um, does everyone know who Kelsey Grammer is? 
So for those of you that don't know, Kelsey Grammer is Frasier. He was also Beast in X-Men. Yeah, you know, you're like, oh, him. Um, I just found out something this week that's ruined my life. Um, it turns out he's like the head of like a family dynasty where they're all famous and they're all actors. And he's got this daughter who's like called Spencer Grammer, who's in Ironside. And she's also like Summer in Rick and Morty. And uh, it, it turns out that she's really attractive. So I've written a song about that. Kelsey Grammer's daughter is really attractive. Kelsey Grammer's daughter is really attractive. But she looks a lot like Kelsey Grammer. Now I'm attracted to Kelsey Grammer. I don't like watching Frasier with an erection. I don't like watching Frasier with an erection. And his character in X-Men has made me ask myself a lot of questions. Now I'm a furry thanks to Kelsey Grammer. Now I'm a furry thanks to Kelsey Grammer. Now I'm a furry thanks to Kelsey Grammer. And all I can say is cheers. <laughs> Thank you. For those of you that don't know what a, fair, a furry is, you've got a wonderful evening of Googling ahead of you. <laughs> um, so I've recently been struggling with the prickly phase. The prickly, you know the prickly stage? You must know about the prickly stage. You might do. You certainly do. You know the prickly stage? When you shave and then it comes back and it's itchy as fuck and it's like the worst thing ever and you can't think about anything else but it because you're scratching all the time. You know about the prickly stage? Well, I've just trimmed my pubes for the first time. <laughs> uh, uh, it was amazing the first day because I was like, oh, it's bigger. And then the rest of the week <laughs> was just like walking around like this in fucking agony. Um, yeah, uh, basically I've not really maintained down there, uh, for 30 years. So it's all just matted into dreadlocks and no one likes a white guy with dreads. Uh, so, uh, yeah, no, basically I've not really cared about maintaining down there. I've basically seen maintaining down there the same way I look at Firefox when it tells me it's updated itself. It's just like, does it affect me wanking? If not, I don't care. Um, yeah, basically what actually happened was I found the longest hair on my body was a pubic hair that was longer than my ding dong. And I thought it was hilarious, so I went to go show my girlfriend. And I was like, look, my longest hair on my body is the pubic hair. And she didn't smile. She just said, maintain yourself. <laughs> and who am I to disagree with my girlfriend? She's a scientist. She's a microbiologist. She handles disease and bacteria all day long. So she knows all that. And all I know that is if I we ever break up, I'll get gonorrhea, but not the fun way. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, <laughs> uh, we've been together six years. And uh, basically, this conversation, this song is about all the conversations I ever have with her family. Everybody wants me to get on my knees and give my girlfriend a ring. But she already has the perfect ring. Her grandmother gave it to her. That's called genetics. <laughs> it was about buttholes all along. <laughs> <laughs> this is fun. Um, I've just got another really normal song. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 
Look at this thick old willy we found in my grandmother's basement. I used to play with it when I was young. Well, I can tell by the markings on the side that it's Victorian. And you've kept it in excellent condition. I say it's worth between three and five hundred pounds. Gosh! That's called the Antique Chode Show. (laughs) I'm just going to do one more song and then leave you alone. Oh, apparently I've got ten minutes left because I didn't start my watch. Good. Um, Good. Uh, I have never used head and shoulders to clean my shoulders. But I have used it to clean my pubes. No dandruff down there. Just lice. Wood lice. Thank you very much. I've been David Hoare. Enjoy the rest of your evening. David Hoare, everyone! Uh, what a... <laughs> Penises. Um, right. Um, and that's the end of this next set for this week. Oh, what? Yeah. It's a fun question, actually. No one knows how to respond, ever. Um, oh, okay. Um, but the good news is we're here every week. Good news. Uh, we're here every every single week, 8 p.m. Uh, 8 p.m. We bloody latecomers. <laughs> what is it? But thanks so much for coming. <laughs> I, um, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we're here every single week, 8 p.m. Um, and, and if you want to keep up with us, uh, we're all over social media. Uh, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, we've got a Facebook group. If you want to join that, I stick the. It's, it's mostly me being like, oh, God, we've got these people on, and everyone going. Um, but yeah, I'm a bit, feel free to join that. Um, also, we're a. If you're wondering what Sophia was doing over there in the headphones, uh, she wasn't. Um, yeah, feel free to wave. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm, we're also a podcast, which um, I, which we are. Back on bloody uploading soon. Um, yeah, so it, it, it's recordings of this night, basically. So if you miss one, uh, God forbid, uh, you can catch up. Um, good news. Uh, you can you listen to everything. Every, every single one of my terrible jokes uh, for a year and a half is on there. <laughs> I'm trying to, yeah. Oh. Uh, there's a lot of admin to go through. I'm trying to come up with make, ways to make it more entertaining. It's just not working. Uh, but also, I mean, important things to note. Uh, also, if you haven't already liked the kettle on Facebook, it's Bristol's Comedy Calendar. Every single uh, comedy night in the city is on there. So if you're into comedy at all and you live in Bristol, uh, you should really be getting on this. It's absolutely fantastic. Uh, I'll be handing out cards on the door. Speaking of the door, I've got a bucket. Um, uh, yeah, I'll... I'll, I'll I mean, if you want to stick some change in that, that, that'd be amazing. It helps us sort of keep the night running. Might help us pay for some ads. And, uh, yeah, we, we ch- ch- chuck it in there. That'd be amazing. If, if you can't afford it, no worries. Um, just say, well done to an actor you enjoyed or whatever. It's absolutely no worries. Take your glasses to the barge if it just helps them out. Uh, but, yeah, cheers, guys. It's been really lovely. Thanks for coming. I'll be Let's get some bye-bye. www.outoflives.net